You're listening to From the Pulpit by Sakhlain. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. We continue our examination of year five and six in the Hijri calendar of the life of the Holy Prophet In the past, we have examined the events up until the fifth year of the Hijrah. And we examined in detail the battle or the expedition of Bani al-Mustalaq and what happened during this expedition and what important lessons we can learn from it. Alaykum assalam wa rahmatullah. One of the events that have been reported in year five after the Hijrah is the Prophet reviving the sons of Jabir ibn Abdullah al Ansari. Jabir ibn Abdullah al Ansari was one of the great companions of the Prophet. One day, Jabir ibn Abdullah invited Rasulullah for dinner or lunch. And he had a sheep slaughtered in order to have that sheep cooked for the Prophet. This was a common custom in Arabia that when you had guests over and you really wanted to show them respect, you wanted to be a very good host, you would sacrifice a sheep, a camel, and have that freshly given to them. Salaamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. Until now it is the same. So this is basically what happened. They had a sheep slaughtered. Jabir, according to this narration, had two sons. They were young. One of them, one brother asked his brother, did you see how the sheep was slaughtered? He said, yes. He said to him, I did not witness that. Can you show me how a sheep is slaughtered? You know, sometimes kids, they're discussing something and they don't understand the danger of what they're about to do. That sometimes can happen. He told him, yes, I can show you. He's like, demonstrate on me. Let's see how that happens. So he's demonstrating on him how the sheep is to be killed. He's like, this, how, this is how the hands of the sheep were tied. The feet were tied and you have to be towards Qibla, he's showing him all of that. He's like, okay, then what happened next? He's like, well, that's how they slaughtered sheep. He ended up slaughtering his, his brother, according to the historical narration. Salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. Now the mother, their mother, the wife of Jabir, she realizes that this has happened. His brother, when he receives the blood, he gets so scared, he starts running. He goes on the roof of the house. So his mother runs after him to see what he did, why he did that. He falls from the roof and he dies, the second son. So now you have a mother who's preparing the meal for Rasulullah and she loses two of her sons. She goes in panic mode, she starts crying, but because of her deep faith and her love for the Prophet, she didn't want to ruin the azimah as they say. She didn't want to ruin the invitation. So when Jabir arrives, she holds her emotions not to show him that this tragedy has happened. SubhanAllah. 
How can you do that? So Jabir comes, he doesn't see that there is anything unusual. They prepare the dinner, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi comes and he sits with Jabir they're about to eat. At that point, according to the narration, Jibra'il descends. He tells him, Ya Rasulullah, Allah commands you not to eat until you tell Jabir to bring his two sons. So the Prophet tells Jabir, go and bring your two sons, then we'll eat. He said, oh okay, sure, we'll call them. He goes to his wife, he tells her, where are our sons? The Prophet wants to eat with them. Now she starts panicking. She tells him, you know, they're busy. They're busy, they're somewhere. I don't, you know, I can't bring them right now, they're busy. He says, okay. He goes back to the Prophet, he tells him, let's eat, inshallah they'll come. Jibra'il tells the Prophet, you don't have the right to eat until you insist on him to bring the two sons. The Prophet tells him, I'm not eating unless you bring them. It's by Allah's command that you bring your two sons. So he goes to his wife, he tells her, listen, he's not going to eat until we get our two sons. So let's find, where are they? She, 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 she breaks down at that point and she tells him what happened. So he comes to the Prophet, he tells him about the tragedy. Jibra'il commands the Prophet to go to their bodies and make a dua. So they bring their bodies, the Prophet asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to revive them. According to the narration, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revives them. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Muhammad. This has been recorded as one of the miracles of Rasulullah that he revived the two sons of Jabir ibn Abdullah al-Ansari, year five after the Hijrah. Some people asked about this incident. Is this true? Does the Prophet really do that? Is that even possible? Is this a fabrication? Let's mention a few observations here. From a chain perspective, Senate of the Hadith, we don't have a solid chain about this event, but it's mentioned in the book Tariq Al-Khamis by Al-Diyar Bakri. He mentions the story that in the year, the fifth of the Hijrah, this is something that happened. But when, remember, when it comes to historical events, we don't always have a solid chain like a fiqhi hadith because the science of history is different. It's based on reports and sometimes that chain is a missing link. And that's, you know, applicable to all of our history. So you just have to gather the clues to see if this is a rational incident or not. Yes, they, uh, he's not one of the Shia historians, but remember most of our history as we've examined is not based on Shia sources. That's why we always critically analyze it and see is it in line with the spirit of Ahlul Bayt. So a lot of the history that we have about the Prophet has not written by Shia historians. So this is one example, but let's analyze this. Number one, Jabir and his wife were Mu'mineen. You remember the stance of Jabir's wife at the Battle of Khandaq. We examined, you know, her Iman, her amazing faith. So Jabir is a righteous companion. His wife is a righteous companion of the Prophet too. So you have a blessed family. It's not unusual for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow a miracle to happen, to happen to a blessed family. That's number one. Number two, we have narrations that state 
every virtue and every position that Allah gave to previous prophets, He gave them to who? To Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi And Allah gave Prophet Isa the ability to do what? Ihya to resurrect the dead. So Prophet Isa had that power from God. And our sources tell us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given all the previous virtues of prophets to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi you know, it's not something irrational to believe that the Prophet could resurrect the dead with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What's the problem in believing in that? There is no problem when he's the best of Allah's creation. Now some have objected and say, how would his two sons kill one each other, each other like that? You know, this is not even plausible. The answer to that, sometimes kids, when they experiment, they don't really know what they're doing. So initially they were just playing and he was just showing him how a sheep was slaughtered. He, it didn't occur to him probably that this is going to end up killing him. That's why he got scared and ran to the roof of the house. You've seen that happening with kids, right? Small kids sometimes don't see the consequences of their actions. They might do something dangerous. In the end, this is one of the stories about the life of the Prophet in year five of the Hijrah, as we are now concluding year five of the Hijrah in the biography of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Any questions or objections about this incident? I have two questions. Yes. The hadith does not mention their, their age. This is the text of the hadith. It states that وَكَانَ لِجَابِرٍ وَلَدَانِ صَغِيرًا Jabir had two young children, two young boys. It doesn't give us their age, it just says Sagheer. Sagheer means young boys. So we don't exactly know what their age was. So the hadith states, Jibra'il tells the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi, Ya Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi, Inna Allaha ya'muruka an tad'u lahuma. Allah is commanding you to pray for these two killed children. The dua is from you and we will resurrect them. So the hadith does not capture the dua. I would imagine it's a special dua that the Prophet knows. Ismullah al the great name of God. So the hadith does not tell us what dua he made. 